Welcome to the Clinical Podcast Series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. The topic for this episode is patient self-monitoring of IOP. And now I'd like to thank our host, Gretchen Bailey, and our topical expert, Dr. Jack Fu, and our topical editor, Dr. Andrew Rickson. And now it's my pleasure to turn it over to our experts. Hi, everyone. I am Gretchen Bailey. I am a fellow of the American Academy of Optometry, and I'm talking today with Jack Fu, also a fellow of the American Academy of Optometry, and he is a diplomate in the glaucoma section as well. So, Jack, you are in Sydney, Australia, so thank you so much for uh, talking with me today. Pleasure to be here. We are going to be talking about uh, some glaucoma information. So why don't we get started? Um, We are going to be talking today about uh, a study that looks at self-monitoring of IOP, and specifically the study we're looking at is Initial Experience in Self-Monitoring of Intraocular Pressure. Uh, This is by McGarva Farr et al., and this was published in the European Journal of Ophthalmology just this year, so we'll get that information linked up below. But Jack, can you tell me a bit about the study? Give me a, a quick overview of what this study entails. Sure, Gretchen. Um, This study is actually an extension of some work that this particular lab has done for quite some time now, looking at the eye care home and how it can be practically applied to patients in a glaucoma service. And effectively, what they did was they loaned out their eye care home devices to a series of glaucoma patients uh, and suspects, ocular hypertensives, uh, to help them self-monitor their intraocular pressures at home And what was quite unique about this particular study in comparison to similar studies is that they asked their patients to take intensive two hourly measurements over two days, rather than the usual say four or five or six measurements over the course of one week. So it was intensive short-term measurements and they wanted to see what that uh, might add to the clinical picture and the management plan for these patients. So what did the study results show? So I think they had two uh, key results from their study that are quite useful in terms of clinical interpretation. Um, The first one is that they found their eye care home measurements showed some very nice correlations with in-office measurements during that same time. So in-office measurements, say, being the Goldman or the Perkins applanation tonometer. And this is quite reassuring because uh, we often are concerned about patients maybe being unable to reliably take their own measurements, but in fact, they are reasonably well correlated. I suppose the caveat for the practicing clinician would be that this correlation is very, very good up until 15 millimeters of mercury. Uh, But beyond that, the eye care tends to overestimate pressures very slightly. Uh, But this isn't necessarily a bad thing because an overestimation of pressure Uh, for a device that's designed to screen or identify high pressures is preferable in comparison to underestimating pressures. And so that was their first sort of key clinically applicable result. But the second one, which is a lot more exciting in my opinion, is that they found that um, the range of IOPs that they found throughout the intensive two hourly measurements per day uh, was massive in comparison to what a doctor might just get by measuring pressures 
in their office. And so the patients who took the eye care home device uh, to do the, their own pressure measurements were able to identify peaks in intraocular pressures um, in about 50% of the time outside of those office hours. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, um, found that they had a, a very big range of possible pressures, uh, much more so than in office measurements. And the range is, is, is clearly important because we need to identify when uh, pressures spike up. So we know that maybe our treatment's not working and we know that fluctuations and high ranges of pressures are relevant for glaucoma diagnosis and progression analysis. Right, right. Yeah, that is very interesting. Now, one thing that I noticed with the study was that the study group was fairly small. Uh, the end was 18 patients uh, and that's 35 eyes. So how, how does that small study size, um, what does that tell us about moving forward with this information? I mean, obviously there's more work that needs to be done, but uh, can, we, can we rely on these results? Yeah, that's a fantastic question, Gretchen. And I think this is one of the major concerns with a lot of uh, studies on the eye care home, but also studies that look at emerging technology like this that are very patient reliant and compliance reliant as well. The 18 patients, interestingly, had a 100% success rate when it came to training and using the device, which is actually the highest uh, reported compliance and ability to use this in the literature so far. And what this actually highlights to me is that the authors were very careful in selecting the appropriate patients uh, for which to participate in this study and to use the eye care home. And so as a clinician, the value that you see in this group of maybe only just 18 patients is that the highly motivated patients, those glaucoma patients that may be on a lot of treatment or who may be progressive or may have a concern about progression is maybe the ideal group to target uh, for success when using this, not only to get the results, but to get clinically relevant results that are useful for the patient. I mean, it's always quite tempting to just take 100 of your glaucoma patients, early suspect patients, and just do everyone. But we also have to see where the value proposition is as well. And I think the authors have done a fantastic job in getting the right patients and the successful patients and patients in whom the results would be most useful. That's really great, helpful information for practicing ODs. Jack, thank you very much for talking with me about this study today. Thanks, Gretchen. And a special thanks to Cooper Vision for their educational grant to make it all happen.